Welcome to the People vs. Zamora podcast by Ryan Ramirez, Elijah Thompson, and Emily Morales. In the last episode, we discussed the court case and the convictions of the 22 defendants. In today's episode, we will converse about the outcome of the trial and the and events that happen later on. Previously, we discussed that three out of 22 defendants were convicted for first-degree murder, nine out of 22 were convicted for second-degree murder, and 17 out of 22 were convicted for assault. After all of these convictions happened, the trial finally ended on January 13, 1943. While the defendants were serving their time in jail, some events also occurred, like the Zoot Suits riots. These riots started between January, June 3rd, 1943, all the way until June 8th, 1943. The riots started, started to happen because two groups, Zoot Suits and Servicemen, started to have some tension between them. But these riots also began because of the case. The reason why the case has to do with the riots is because the judge and the prosecuting attorney were teaming up to work out the convictions and were guessing that the people were impatient and wanted results fast. With the riots happening, police officers arrested. With the riots happening, police officers arrested dozens of young Hispanics for rioting. After the riots happened, Los Angeles declared that all senior sailors, soldiers, and Marines were off limits. The next day, Los Angeles City Council stated that wearing zoot suits in L.A. streets is banned. On October 2nd, 1944, the Second District Court of, of Appeals overturned all the Sleepy Lagoon's verdicts, and the People versus Zamora case was finally dismissed. All defendants were released, and their records were cleared. After they've all been released, some of them lived their lives, started families, some of them were in and out of jail, and some of them even pursued their dreams. For instance, Gus Zamora. He lived a rough life after the trial. In 1944, he was transferred from San Quentin Prison to Chino Honor Prison. Chino Honor Prison. He later died at the age of 61 in Bell, California. Manny Salivar lived a pretty good life after serving five years in prison. But before his release, he said this to his mother, Mama, I, let, I lost hope. I don't think I have a chance, thinking that he wasn't going to get out of any time, anytime soon. But thankfully, he was later released. Many stayed in Los Angeles and even started his own small business. He passed away in Bueno Park, California, at the age of 70. Ismael Paaraz's imprisonment marked him for life. His daughter said that when he came back from jail, he wouldn't talk at all and kept everything to himself. He never trusted the police again and lost respect for the law. Five years later, Para remarried and joined his father back in Arizona, where they both own a rock and gym store. In 1995, he moved to Virginia to live closer with his daughter. 
As he got older, he suffered from Alzheimer's disease. He died on February 23rd, 2001 in Richmond, Virginia at the age of 82. Even though they released everybody, the murder of Jose Diaz still remained unsolved. However, in 1991, they were able to find them. Lorena Encias confirmed that her brother, Luis Encias, was the one who beat and killed Jose Diaz that night. Lorena didn't want her brother to serve time in jail in San Quentin, so she decided to take in and serve his time. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have learned so much these three episodes for people free some more and learned that prejudice is a real thing. Bye.